we had looked up because we really love Beyonce, and um, we had a great time, so I'm happy to be here. My favorite drink, I would say, when I'm out, same, tequila shot, always, mainly because I'm already taking tequila shots before I'm out, so I'd probably just continue it. Uh, if I'm at a restaurant or bar, I like fresh, herby, maybe cucumber, and it can be tequila or vodka, depending on my night, but I like something fresh, something uh, wake me up a little. That's what I like. Okay. 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 You. So my go-to drink. Yeah. Girl, who are you? Oh, my <laughs> <laughs> Girl, who are you? Girl, who are you? I already know me. I know who I am, so let's get to the drink. Hold on, man. <laughs> uh, um, my name is Vincent. I'm a Maryland native. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a freelance photographer, and I'm also the executive director of Noir DC, which is a creative collective here in DC that creates opportunities for black artists to show their work. And yeah. Yes, we love to see that. <laughs> Favorite drink when I go out, or like, you know, restaurant, whatever, ideal drink is a mojito, classic mojito, love a good peach mojito. Um, yeah, it's just good. I don't know. Refreshing. Refreshing, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Actually, we could just leave out the grenadine. 
Yeah, because some of some of the brands of the grenadine is bleh. Too and I would just prefer, yeah. A lot of restaurants in D.C. because grenadine tastes really good in the corner. Oh. I don't know. You might be influencing me a little bit. I like beer. It's an island thing. You can put. So, let's get to the drinks we have this evening. So, we have a really refreshing drink. It has, um, it's a watermelon margarita. It has um, tequila, of course, fresh watermelon pieces, watermelon lemonade, fresh watermelon juice, mm. and a splash of ginger ale. Mm. Very refreshing. So Make this at home, y'all. Cheers. 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 Good summer dinner. Love that. Okay. specifically for our housewife franchises. So, I'm gonna say a quote. These are like iconic quotes though. Okay. Most of them. I might know some. So you'll know them. Like Mimi, Cynthia, Mimi, Cynthia, Portia. Oh, you know these people. Mill. I know Mimi. Which one said you got the white fridge? Oh, no. okay. okay. <laughs> what is this, honey? I had to move out of Kanye's house of horrors, so I thought this was the best option for me on a short notice. This is not where I live. This is my. This is where you live, honey. Let me see what's going on. Oh, they have it. Show me around. Ooh. Let me see. <laughs> I was shocked, honey. I was in tears almost. And it has a white refrigerator. I was like, oh, oh, not a white refrigerator. Girl, please put your shoes on. Let's go find you a home, honey. Ooh. Okay, so I'm going to say a quote. We're going to say a quote. We're going to do our best to say it just like them. So then, like, that'll pick up on it. Okay. And then you guys just guess. Yes, yes. So the game is called Guess the Housewife. And since you guys are kind of already in two on twos, you guys, you'll be teammates together. Yes. So, So, you guys are gonna <laughs> without a doubt. Don't worry. So, me and Benji will go kind of like back and forth and let us read the question out and whoever raises their hands first on whatever side, that is who's gonna get the chance to answer. Yes. No. You know what? We, we can make a multiple choice. Just give me the names of the names. I'll shout either yes. one. Uh, anybody on the franchise, and they can just guess. So yeah, we'll get four on the franchise, and they can guess from those ones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Three. Three names. Okay. I can't think right Should I tell you the franchise? Two? For each one? That'll be, that'll be easier. Come on. No. Let's make it. Let's make it. It's not going to make a difference. Okay. Well, we'll keep three names.
know, you, you know most of them. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Okay, so this is from the Royal House of the Potomac, and the quote is, people come for me all the time, they just don't find me. Three options, Candace Dillard, Karen Huger, or Giselle Bryant. People come for me all the time, they just don't find me. Or is it Ashley Darby? Not Giselle. Giselle. Yeah, I think it's Robin. 
Giselle. All right, Giselle. So, I didn't do a thing. I didn't do a thing. Wait, you got four? Okay, we'll do one more. Okay. What's the score? Two and two. Three to two. Regardless, mm -hmm. and so I, will, I would like to know 
how does she cope with that? Like, how does she keep it in silence? Does she write it does down? She yeah, exactly. Does she, yeah, like, does she have does people she that she talks to on a regular? Does she have a therapist? She's, she's, she's got, like, she's what's got her Instagram. She's got secret Twitter. I'm sure it's music. You're true. You're probably yeah. right. That's what it is. Because I think a lot of times we kind of think, like, dang, like, do Beyonce even know what's going on? And then when we hear a song, no, she's she talking she about everything. She's talking about Jay-Z was popping in a Twitter live chat the other day, oh, yeah. like Jay-Z popped in and we were talking about people, I swear, I know Jay-Z and Beyonce, they don't know what's going on. I really feel like Beyonce is one of these stan accounts that we follow. Because so many stuff that, so much stuff that they share happens and it's so like correct that there's they ain't no way. Maybe she hired someone. Maybe she hired someone. Maybe she hired Oh, that's savage. Savage. Oh, and that was a whole thing with like Justin Boy and all that. And like she be knowing what be going on. She knows TikTok while I dance. She knows. Now Jay Z had that line. He was like, "Oh, you know, they call me dad, or like they call us dad, kiddingly online." And he knows they all get on there and say, "Mom, dad," and all their stuff. Yeah, we do. Yeah, they be watching. I will say, for me, it would be along the lines like privacy. Like I want to know how does she like just balance. The two of like personal life and then like wanting to just be quote unquote normal and like have opinions. Like, do she does she does her and Kelly and mm-hmm. their little friend they have their little group chat and they talk about girl, not uh, Karisha and Diddy now. Yeah, like regular stuff. That's what I'm saying. Like, not that you see Karisha please. How does she balance? Because I, I find that with myself, like, I think of, like, I don't post certain things on social media because I just mm-hmm. feel like, well, career stuff, and then just, like, eh, I'll keep it with my friends. Like, certain stuff, I Some just stuff choose. Some you for yourself. Yeah, right. certain stuff I just choose not to display publicly. You know what I mean? Like, certain conversations. But, like, I just wonder how does she balance that being Beyonce. Um, and with Rihanna, man, so many questions, like, how does she like, how does it feel to be like an immigrant and to like have so much success, success yeah. and have it like in her family's name and mm-hmm. like people don't realize how like impactful that is That's to being huge. like an immigrant, to being poor, to now being a billionaire yeah. and like being the person that employs thousands of people. Yeah. Like I want to know like her perspective on that. So. Yeah. That's a great question. That's That's great question. Yeah. You know what I'd ask Beyonce? What? If she'd call me. And Yeah, belly out, belly out, and like naked belly, not yeah. covered. You know what I'm saying? 
On the runway, there have been lots of crop tops that are cropped and just the belly is out, but then like the rest of the shirt is like attached to the shirt. So really all you're seeing is the belly. belly. Now coming up in H&M and Zara are these shirts that have the same thing. I'm like, damn, this is really Rihanna's impact of, like that was just so crazy to me. So impact is impact real. Impact influence is real. Rihanna is one of the, well, I think she is still the most marketable celebrity yes. because she balances so well the mm. being relatable but also we really don't know her business mm -hmm. and that's why i think for me like what like i love beyonce and rihanna both equally but for me rihanna i just feel like she's just like one of us mm -hmm. beyonce just feels like to me like idolized like up here like so that's why i feel more connected in certain ways to rihanna because i feel like she talks about more of just mm -hmm. like who she is, she's owning her new body now that she's had a baby, like all of that. She's just like, bitch, I'm me. I feel like Rihanna brings us in more, and Beyonce yeah. just like, for a good reason. I, like, like, every it. time anything does come out, Beyonce but is top news. Rihanna so. does it in such a, like, she, we don't know really what is, like, we really mm -hmm. don't know anything too much about what Rihanna have going on, but some way she's able to make us feel like connected, connected with her, and I yeah. think that that's like yeah. amazing. Do you think that it's a bit different because of Rihanna has Fenty and how she goes about marketing Fenty is a bit more forward-facing mm -hmm. compared to, like, no, I think, well, I'm going to say the difference with how Beyonce is her, how Beyonce, why Beyonce is there and Rihanna is here. Rihanna shares more of her life, period. Yeah. Beyonce has gone on record and said multiple times that I really don't want to be a public figure. I want to be known for my artistry and known for my music. Mm -hmm. so that's why now, if you talk to Beyonce, you're talking to her through her music, mm -hmm. her artistry. She That's has gone yeah. on record and said, because uh, Nina Simone also had that type of mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And so Beyonce just adopted that. And she's like, unless it's music, I really don't have to share Music or her writing her own about. magazine features. Or yeah. She controls what's She controls. And, and also because and press. Did not know that. Yeah, because like, all press, she the media. They can take it and do and twist. And twist. So yeah, yeah. she's very she's in charge very control of the story of all that. of that. Yeah. And, also, and uh, that goes back to her wanting to be yeah. more known for the art mm -hmm. and not who she like I don't want to say like As who she is. Rihanna's like, technically a millennial. Well, I was she gonna is. say I yeah. think Beyonce has like oh, a, a small amount of seniority. is like a sayonara. Um, mostly because she said it 20 years ago. 
She said, all I'm going to do when I'm 40 and above is just have a family. Have a family. And she's accomplished the thing. She has a successful collaboration with Adidas through Ivy Park. Jay's not going to be He's not going to be touring a ton. Exactly. She has the kids. She has the family life she wants. She has changed. Really, Beyonce doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. And I feel like that's why that's another reason why there's no push to get these visuals out because she's just like, girl, here. You think I'll three parts are like the, the music, the visuals, the tour? So at first I thought about that. At first that's what I I thought it was just like he said, you know, that. But in her interview or in the, the feature in the cover of the album for Renaissance, she said that this three act project was recorded mm. throughout this time. So I'm thinking that means that there are actual three, three albums, albums. Yeah. which would also support the reason why there aren't any visuals yet. Yeah. yeah. Because there's probably you know another album coming the and then a huge visual yeah. at the end. Yeah. yeah. And honestly, yeah. I I'm gonna obviously like love Beyonce, but I I feel like she literally owes us nothing. Yeah. yeah. Like I mean, outside of I mean, I do want the visuals. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, don't get it's it's it. <laughs> But I'm just saying, like I would be even though I always miss her music, but I just feel like she's done her part like i don't feel like especially giving us three albums that's crazy and once like that's a that's a lot of a lot of work so three good albums right so I'm, listen, I'm still listening to renaissance oh so, listen to it's your, still to being your played every day like it's been, it's been every day already. It's still being are you serious it's yeah. so good oh, it's so good there's <laughs> she, it's just a feel good album it's just it's a feel good album it just makes it's you next it's like Looking forward to the future of like what music is. Her yes. and Meg both with like the house, the and it's the gonna be such influences. a huge influence mm -hmm. to other mm -hmm. music. Like yes. I feel like when we went out, whatever, two weeks ago, like we were dancing. Yeah, yes. we were. Me and Sarah were just talking about this. Like a lot of times, we'll go to the club and it's like the whole like section like culture, yeah. like whatever. People not really dancing. People just like kicking whatever. Easy thing, though. It might be. It might be. I don't know. Really, I really honestly believe. It is everywhere, like you have like we're in that age group where it's like people don't really dance like that. Mm. But I feel like DC is like it's big. That now. is a DC thing. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, I get the straight clubs versus Yeah, that's about to say. Yeah. Because, well, it could, it could be the straight clubs, but I will say there are there's also queer parties where it's the same. If you don't got a section, mm. you just stay around. Okay, like, also, Okay, um, yeah. I was to visit home um, in July, and like I went out with my sister, and it was like not like section specifically, but it was just like no dancing, no. just like standing at the bar, talking, talking, talking. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like, and it was to okay, guys. Coming back from the commercial break, had <laughs> <laughs> to pay the bills. Had to pay the bills. <laughs> <laughs> Steps of the culture, where we just kind of talk about different scenarios, and we're gonna like basically get all of you guys' opinions on it. Okay? okay. So, in season one of Insecure, HBO, that's not HBO, yeah. Issa Rae, mm -hmm. if you guys Issa watch Ray. it or not, viewers, if you watch it or not, yeah. we saw the struggles of Issa and Lawrence's relationship. Lawrence was out of a job and he was really depressed, which eventually led Issa to step outside of her relationship and cheese. First question. Would you be able to deal with the stressors of your partner being out of work and having to take care of them? 
Yes. Question really quick. So do you feel like it's a time frame for you? Like it's like, okay, or it's like, okay, I'm going to wait until he figures it out. Or just in general. We're not um, I think you got to see the right steps being taken. Like, he was not okay. find the opportunity. I think if you're putting in the work to make sure, you know, you're not like sitting at home. That's yeah. what it is. Because I think with Lawrence on the show, it's not that he wasn't completely, he wasn't really trying, yeah. he really was just chilling and I think his mm -hmm. depression started to take a little yeah. bit more of a front seat. Yeah. So it was like, you coming home from work, you had a stressful day. And she really didn't love her job mm -hmm. either, but she still was working. But yeah. you coming home and you seeing your man, Stinking on the couch for hours, and you like, what are you doing? Like, and it's been a minute now. It's like, okay, what, what's going on? But I understand if you love somebody, you know, it's like, okay, what about you? I think, I think it really depends on the circumstances. But I think once, once like effort, really, because it's like you have time, you have money, you have effort, you have energy. Yeah. Once effort and energy, and time. Once effort and energy, like diminished completely or just like thoughtfulness and like mindfulness that's when I was just like okay like I don't know what you want me to do you know, yeah. like, now I'm giving too much now, now I'm giving too much and I'm not getting fed and it's like the person that I am I am a giver yeah. I am a very hard lover like and so like I and it's hard when you're dating and you're not married when you wouldn't have yeah. to yeah. Oh, like you're so dating and you're like how much, am I, how much am I committed to this? How long is this going to go? Like, are we really in this, in this? And then when you're putting when you're putting that amount of effort in, you need to, it means that you're putting it in because you're thinking in the terms of your life together. And if he's not thinking in the terms of your life together, exactly. then I also think age plays a factor because we, we're all in our 20s. Sure. Yeah. So it's like, it's a little different. Like, if you're a little older, then it's like, okay, but I think, I mean, granted, if you're in a relationship in your 20s and you feel like it's worth it or whatever and stuff exactly. like that, but a lot of us, it's kind of tricky in your 20s, right? Because on um, one spectrum, it's like you're super young, you can just be starting off college, you can still be in grad school, you can be, and then some people our age are, have has kids or are, are, are married. So I really think it depends also where you are in life because it's like at our age, I mean, I'm 28, so I'm on the end stick of my 20s, so like, yeah, so I kind of expect Unless like you're supposed to be a doctor or something, I wouldn't. I personally just expect like I'm not saying you have to have it all figured out, but I expect that you would have for the most part. I didn't get myself to a certain point. You should have been exactly. But if you're a little younger, like when I was 22 or 23, it's like we all broke college students. I mean, I can't really expect much out of you. Like you know, we're all young. Like you know, we. But I was. When I was, <laughs> I'm saying like when I was, I was like 23, but I mean I was in grad school, not 23, but when I was like 2021, 20, mm -hmm. I mean, I, child, I had my little work study job. Yeah. Girl, what, I have a job. So, so how am I expecting somebody else to have money? Had I still been in college dating this guy? Yeah, in but you were. School, like, apart. But I, we're in different spaces of life, like, yeah. and I thought it would be like, you know, it would work just fine, but like. It's hard. It, it was hard. It was yeah. really hard. And it was something that I didn't want to, like, yeah. you know. No, but I think it's good that you that choose like, what, what you want to do for yourself. And I think that's important because, yeah. like you said, you want him to be focused on his. And that's for me, like, when I was in my journey of, like, grad school, because I jumped right in after undergrad, like, that was the most important to me. So yeah. no man was getting, mm -hmm. like, I had to finish my degree. Yeah. That was the most important for me. Exactly. Like, yeah, it's fun, but, like, honestly, no guy was, like, that yeah, important to me during that time. But 
Because baby, I was getting that master's degree. Yeah. I was I was working hard, so I like okay, I'll enjoy you for a little bit. And I get that. And yeah. I feel like I feel like if you are not the type to be able to like balance, balance yeah. and multitask your priorities, like and you're someone who's pursuing a degree, law degree like I talked to my cousin who he's a lawyer and he's extremely successful. And so when I was going through this breakup, like I was talking to my cousin a lot. He was like, well, I would have done the same thing that he did. <laughs> I was like, okay. He was like, but I wouldn't have been in a relationship. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so that was like exactly. this whole thing. And so I, I get it. Like, you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't have your cake and eat it too. You got to be one or the other. And I, I want success for all of the people that I love, obviously. But in order for you to do that, you have to make certain sacrifices. And so a relationship is not one of those things that yeah. it feels yeah. like you might be able to do at right this now. point. Yeah. Not saying that you can't. But at that just point, yeah. for, for what I needed. And like, you were sacrificing yourself. I was as well. sacrificing myself mm-hmm. a yeah. lot. And yeah. mind you, like, I'm a busy bitch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't like it wasn't like he was the only one that had some shit going on. Oh yeah, for sure. And for so real. like it was just like, but I I figured out a way how to balance it that and make cool. it make it like manage it. Right. Yeah. So that's why it's important. I mean, I think you said but at the same time, I still need that effort. Yeah. I still need I still need to feel like you are still working on that, but still working on me at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I need to feel important to you. Yes. I need to feel like a priority. A priority to you. Absolutely. And I think that's why Issa left, because she wasn't yes. feeling a priority. At all. No, so what I not come home. Is a cheating. It's cheating. Yeah. Should have yeah. just should've just, should've just, just left. Should have just left. Should have just left. Should've just left. left. She was in a tough spot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, and you're in it. It's not. It's for such a long time, and like being in a four-year relationship. Not, I'm not. I don't cheat and uh, anything like that. But like, I think it is hard when you feel so stagnant with a partner, and you feel like you want, like you know, you have this connection, you know, you love each other, but there's this block, and you can't communicate through it, and that's what. Ch- I imagine. Because when you think about it realistically, men don't really always care about how much money we make as women like mm-hmm. in a relationship like they don't really care like for the most part it's just like okay i have my own money like mm-hmm. you're good like i don't care a lot of times guys that i've you know encountered like they don't really care as much about how you make your money so if it's on the flip side like i've never been in that situation so i don't know like and on the flip side it's like if you're the one that kind of has to hold it down for the moment I-, I think to me i mean it's not ideal but if I care about the person I love them and I see them trying to make strides and like they're in school or they're working towards something that's like possibly, you know, we can we can maybe make it work. Yeah. I think you have to hold yourself accountable and hold yourself to like a deadline and like when you start yeah, to absolutely. see the energy fading and everything, absolutely. know when to call it quits. And be honest with yourself on what yeah. you are able to tolerate mm-hmm. and like what is what you're happy with versus yeah. what is making you miserable. Like
Because sometimes we all get down on our luck. Like sometimes, yes. sometimes we're all going. And if we're in a if we're in a partnership, I need to be able to hold you up. Like, and it's in the same way that I would hope that one day, if I exactly. did, I have a job. And if it ever gets to that point, if it ever gets to that point and you don't, then I'm pissed. Yeah, yeah. Then I'm because I'm pissed. Yeah. Yeah. And it depends on dynamic because there's obviously relationships um, that we see where the man is more of like a stay at home mm -hmm. versus like the woman or whatever. Like there's mm -hmm. different roles, right, in relationships um, that people play. And it works like one of my cousins, she's like in marketing, has her own business and stuff. And like she's not married yet, but she said like she would prefer a man that has more of a like regular regular like I'm not like trying to offend whatever but like a teacher or somebody that has more of a like yeah she's like you know even like working in PR it's really my professor always said it's not a traditional nine to five mm -hmm. like it's all the time it's yeah. always 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 it's like go 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 it's always an event there's always something there's always flying here doing this doing this there's always something going on and I even realized that like when I have children one day like I, right now, I can't. Some of the days that I have, I honestly can't imagine coming home and I have kids there. I'm like, I really can't imagine. And I do, like, I realize that my career is very, like, it's just a lot. It's a lot. So, I, like, to, I'm definitely going to have to have a village yeah. of people outside of me and the person mm -hmm. that I have children with because it, it's a lot. Like, I, I realize that, like, I'm not going to probably be able to be at every single thing all the time, you know? Like, I'm going to have to make it work. Um, but, you know, I think it depends on what you want. Like, you know, it, it just depends. And, like, hopefully we're blessed to be able to have, create that village and have people to help you raise your family and all that. But it really just depends. What about you? Yeah, I think, um, definitely agree with what everyone is saying. I think that, um, they're, they're, the depression side of like that's a hard out in your life is just tough. Yeah, but definitely, I feel like you can't just like tap out because it's rough. I mean, granted, it's easier said than done, mm -hmm. but that effort to still like try and like yeah. get back on your feet, especially when you're in a, it's easier when I guess it's easier to be like depressed or whatever when you're single, mm -hmm. but when you're in like a relationship, like you can't really yeah. afford to yeah. be down too long because yeah. it's affecting the, like other people. Right. You know what I mean? So. Well, and, like, you have to have those tough conversations sometimes when it is that situation where you're like, yeah. I know you're struggling because you're getting no after no after no, and I know that's disappointing. Right. But I'm struggling. So, like, we yeah. have kind of way to... Yeah. And I think, too, like, again, like, for instance, just to go back to insecure, it's like, okay, you come home, he's on the couch, she's on the couch, whatever, that's like, they're just laying there, you're acting, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 right. Yeah, you got comfortable. Yeah. 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 But think about the dynamic of, like, okay, even if he was out of a job, but then when you came home, he made sure dinner was ready. That's yeah. And I was just like, yeah. and it was like okay, yeah. I want yeah. you to get a job, but yeah. thank you for, thank you for making an effort. Right. right, because that's it makes life easier. And that's why, like, for me, when we get in the topic of working, like, as far as, like, being in a relationship with somebody, and, like, you know, there's always conversations about, you know, the man, how much money a man make, and like, you know, the, he need to pay all my bills, and yeah. whatever, whatever, but for me, it's like, there's no way that you actually think that I'm gonna like have a career and go to work and do all these things and all of this, and then I'm gonna split the bills too on top of taking care of our kids, working home and all that. Like, to me personally, I just feel like, I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't pay for anything. I'm just saying like, if, if I'm gonna be, I need to just be at home. Yeah, like, I, sort of equity. Yes, yeah, like because that's, that's what it is. A lot of women today, like you don't realize, like 
a lot of the women of our, especially in black families, like the women held it down. Like my grandmother held it down. Like my grandmother came from Florence, Alabama, poor, went to Syracuse University, got a degree. Her, her mother barely got like a grade school education. So like, and even my uh, my grandmother on my my father's side, like they've been married, they were married for almost 60 years. And like, that's what I seen. I seen my grandfather go to work and he took care of his kids and his family and all that. But it's like, a lot of times now with us young people, it's like, they expect for you to be like, you have to work this job and, and you want me to like, house. I mean, come on now, we gotta have some type of, yeah, men are gonna go work yeah. for years, but then we gotta. All, all you do is yeah. just go to work, yeah. and then you come home and like, yeah, you pay the bills, but it's like, you want the woman also to have a full time job, and she's doing way more than you because she's or whoever's in that in that that role. But like, I think it's about creating equity. In yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're both working and everything, then it's also about it's when you come home, it's a you're both taking on the household roles. Yeah. Who's making dinner tonight? Exactly. Yeah. Like it needs yeah. to be both. If we're both working, that's perfectly fine. It we're should both, be every night we're paying bills. What's for dinner? But, exactly. Right. Like, no, you try to work. Both of us are tired. Exactly. Both of us are tired. Both of us are stressed. Both of us have exactly. to sleep. Both of us are busy. Like, yes. it just needs to be some sort of like give and take. Like, yes. we're not always, like, I'm not always going to have 100%. You're not always going to have 100%. Sure. We're not even always equal, going to have 50%. But we need to be able to pick up the slack for each exactly. other. Exactly. It can't be I'm always providing eighty or you're providing yeah, twenty. Yeah, like, yeah. That's insane. Like exactly. it has to be okay. This this day this was a really hard day for me, and so this is a this is a really hard day for you. And so you're 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 the twenty. Like mm -hmm. whatever it is, right? We can switch. We can, we can switch it up. Like, it doesn't I'm have to be the same did. every single yeah. time. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it just but the effort has, has to, to be there from both folks. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not. Mm -hmm. so it means so much really effort so and intention and like yes. just like being willing to intention. like you know ask like it's asking true. about true. you know what what can i do yeah, what can i right. do you know what i mean like just paying attention just paying attention just look yeah just look yeah. Yeah. Just see the same. Just look at me. And I love the like no gender roles with certain stuff because it's yes. like it shouldn't be like oh well, you're the woman you need yeah. to be cooking. It may be I may not know how to cook or I may not like cooking. And you might I follow a couple. I hate to always just reference TikTok when I like TikTok, but there's a couple called they're a young couple and like before they got married they like the the wife like she does not cook. She doesn't like cooking, but they kind of made a deal. The husband is a chef, so he cooks. She washes clothes, she makes herself good, they're consecrators and stuff like that, but like, whatever it may be, it doesn't matter yeah. if it's the man or the woman, or man to man, whatever, woman to woman, it doesn't matter, like, whoever's supposed to take on a role, do the part, it doesn't matter, it should, to me, it just shouldn't be, like, let's just be a team, it makes that's it just, like, easier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the goal at the end of the day is to live, like, yes. to live yes. whole life, you know, so. And to live abundantly, yeah. right. Okay, so the next part of that question, very quickly, is... Would you be able to date someone that made less money than you? So when I say less, let's say you make um, 100K a year and your partner makes 60. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Are we married? Yeah. yeah. Or like a serious relationship. Yeah. I, think it, I think the key to it is uh, recognizing like are they living to their fullest potential or what they want to be. Yes. So like if we come from different backgrounds, for example, I have a college degree, my partner does not. So that's gonna change the it's the job we can get. And it's not to say and I believe in and he's gotten better and better jobs and now we're making pretty close to the same thing. I'm a boss bitch and I know that and that's why I make what I make. 
you don't work to get there. The same way I work to get to college, I work to get to whatever. And again, it's about if you see that future with your partner and then you see the potential in them and they see it in themselves too. You can't just see it in them, they have to see it in themselves. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. But I was going to say no, but she just made me change my mind. Okay. <laughs> you know, like, I wasn't saying no, I cannot, but I feel like. I think it just it depends on the circumstance, you know? Like, it depends on the person and what you see in them, but for me. I like what you said too about like being in their potential. Like, are they working on something that are they just working a job to get by, or is it like they got they know what are they? Yeah, because I think that makes a huge difference. Yeah, that makes mm -hmm. a huge difference, right? Um, so what about you? I think that I well, I could. Um, my main thoughts around that talk around the topic rather is more like, um, you're not your job, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. exactly. So it's like, granted, yeah, your money may not be. It, but at the end of the day, like, what kind of life are we building together? Yeah. Like, you know, what's, what's the experience that we're having? And, like, granted, the money can make it, can add to it, or whatever, mm -hmm. but, you know, it's not it's everything. It's not everything. It's not, because happiness is the most important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because you can have the person with the, shoot, $200,000. Exactly. Job, you know what I mean? And they can still make you feel like way lonelier than the person who ain't going home for a night, but in it. So. Exactly. I agree. I agree. I definitely could do that um, because maybe I'm just a romantic type person that I'm always going to be there for the love first. Of all. Mm -hmm. That's what's most important, and that's going to feed me for everything else. If I gotta, you know, what I'm saying, if I gotta pay a little extra, that's fine. We have a great time. I'm also about the time. I'm also about the the memory. Like, yeah. what is this memory that we're making together? Yeah. Like, money doesn't buy memories. Well, I mean, yeah. I can't. But money doesn't buy memories. <laughs> yeah. Memories will last. Yeah. Like I said, happiness is the most important thing for me, and I think we have to balance our relationship 
what are um what are our intentions in our relationship mm -hmm. like where do we see ourselves going like I feel like I am doing a good job of successful but I also feel like I'm not where I want to be like I feel like there's there's so much more things that I want to do and I want to achieve mm -hmm. I feel like we're always growing and climbing so I mean as long as to me I just you just need to have something going on like yeah. you need to be doing something you need to be whatever your choice but is that measured by how much money they're making I don't think it's measured by money I think it's measured by the amount of drive you both have yeah. to have the yeah. same yeah. amount of drive, drive exactly. to build the same life because you have to make the same amount of money right and we've already made it is exactly. money and paid, that's my point. Like, but it's not measured by. Yeah. No, 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 no. It's definitely not. It's like, are we doing what we need to do to get to the next level? Like for me, like I want somebody that wants to like build something together, like mm -hmm. an empire together. Like we want to build something together. So it's like, now, I ain't saying like twenty five k about that now. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta get ourselves together. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, based on what I'm making now. Because <laughs> here's, cause here's what it is. I'm not making enough mm -hmm. to. That's what I'm saying. I'm making more money. I'm trying to get myself together. The salary that I make now, I'm trying to super duper break right, it. Right. 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 So, so I'm getting somebody right now who's making less than me, babe. It's not going to work for either of us. Because I can't really do much for you. You can't really do much for me. Or yourself. And so, if it's if it's with what I'm making right now, it's not gonna work. Right, and I just know that. So when I get to a point where I'm doing better, like, and so maybe that's not really a question for me to even answer right now because I'm not going to have that. But we're in our age too. Like we're all in our 20s. So you can ask your partner for something that you don't yourself provide. dealing with somebody that is of a certain stature they have like certain men them buying you a four thousand dollar bag is not really it's nothing not to them, them if they it's have the money it's them. like them buying you like us spending five hundred dollars yeah. on something like here's, it's not really that much to them here's what i'll say to that though right if i mean i make 60k i'm gonna put it out there i don't make much mm -hmm. i make 60k okay i get it weekly i earn Girl, you don't have to explain nothing If I'm dating somebody who can buy me a $4,000 bag, that's more than I make in a month. If I'm dating somebody who can buy me a $4,000 bag, my question is, like, not to diminish myself, but what is the trade-off? Like, I think that's kind of always my yeah. like, question when I'm thinking about things. Well, what, what, is, what, what are you expecting from me, right? right. Because I can't do that. Right. And you know that. But I can't do men it. don't always care about don't what, always care. what the woman can do as far as but like buying them gifts. Right. Especially because you got to think I like everybody's, like they don't. But the, the budget, your budget is your budget, right? <laughs> and they should. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They don't know. They that had money to be to completely honest with you baby I need you to pay off these student loans I don't care about that
bricks like that. I think that's my like. So I guess like if, if he is rich like that and he's not paying off his student loans or buying you the bags, then do you feel slighted? Of course. Yeah. No, see, but okay. See, yeah, I feel like that's where it's getting to. It was not no question, but to the. Yeah. I'm just saying, I would prefer the original question. The original question, the keyword, at least I heard. I heard. In the original question for what she asked, the keyword that I heard is do I feel comfortable with asking for that $4 bag? No. My mama told me, baby, don't go nowhere. Don't do nothing that you can't do yourself. And I'm, if I can't do it, I'm not going to ask you for it. If you want to do it, I'm not going to stop you. But I'm not going to ask for it. I'm not going to ask for it. If I can't do it myself. But honestly, most in a lot of situations, if if they have to do whatever, whatever, and a man sees like, okay, you want to start blah, 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 they're going to be like, okay, well, I want to invest in whatever you have going on. Like, not necessarily asking for it because I'm not asking you anything. But I'm just saying, like, I'm not giving, I'm not like, if you just want to get it, I'm upset if it's not happening, but guess what, babe? But I'm not going to ask. But I'm not going to ask. I'm not asking. But if somehow you go around and pay that rent and say it's paid, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm going to say I'm going to ask. I'm going to ask. Thank you. If you paid it, thank you so much. But I'm not asking. I get you a, what you want? A telephone? A telephone? I get you a little smile. You know what I'm saying? I get you a little What you want? You want a business? I'm going to tell you a little bit. And see, I think that's just that. So, speaking of relationships, let's go into friendships. So, one of the most infamous scenes on The Real Housewives of Atlanta is when Cynthia Bailey and any leaks discussed and signed a friendship contract. So you're gonna think I'm like a lunatic. What are you at? But I have like a friend contract. Oh. It says conditions. A friend contract? So say what now? You look good, Kim. They haven't come back yet. What the hell are they doing? They better not be down there eating a pizza. The whole thing is this is like a one-year contract. You can't break it. One year. Unless you send a notarized letter explaining why you want to avoid the contract, and then oh even then God. it has to be signed by like the president. When Peter and Nini got into it, it really upset. Do you, any of you, have a spoken friendship contract or just things that you expect your friends to do or would like your friends to do? If so, what are some of So my short answer is no. Yeah, no contract. <laughs> but I kind of want to step back to like what would prompt that kind of like, mm. like agreement. So historically, um, Nini or Cynthia has always shared that Nini was a bad friend, meaning she was talking about her in different ways. She wouldn't come to events that Cynthia was having. And I mean like big events, like baby showers, family events, graduations, all that jazz. And so in the contract, Cynthia outlined that like she would like you to come to these things, and if you did not come, there wasn't any like repercussions. Um, but she would like you to come, um, and even if y'all were fighting, you should still be able to come because at the end of the day, we're still friends, and yada yada yada. So that was the basis of it. I feel like that's only necessary if you don't have good friends. Yeah. Like, I'm, I have a contract with myself, and when I'll cut the friendship off. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't need to deal with you. Yeah. But. Absolutely. I'm in the same vein. So, and we've talked about this before. I usually talk to the person or will give them, like, just a heads up or some type of, 
I don't say warning, but like we'll talk about whatever I'm feeling. And if it continues and it goes on long enough, then that's where my own contract with myself will be like, okay, well, I've given you these warnings. Now it's time to snip snip. Like, so like you wouldn't explain that you feel like you No, know, I actually don't like to explain myself that much. And when it comes to things like this, I'm actually going through something similar right now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's, like I said, self-explanatory. Like, you know, I feed into you, you feed into me. Like, yeah. we support each other. Mm -hmm. We have fun together. We have a level of respect for each other. And then if it doesn't, if that's not a thing, I might not talk about it. I'll be like, you know, maybe I'm doing too much. I'll let it go. And then after a while, I'll be like, you know what? I kind of just don't want to deal with this person anymore. You truly right because I've also learned recently that not recently, but the only thing you can change is yourself. Yes. And so maybe it's just me. I can take my stuff out of this yeah. situation and let you do you, and I you can figure it out on your own. I kind of I feel like that. Like I feel like after maybe you'll think about it, replay some conversations. I'm always open to have a conversation about it. But in terms of me telling you how I feel, you should treat me and vice versa. Yeah. I feel like that conversation will eventually turn into an argument and that's something that I don't want to do. Right. Yeah. I totally agree with you because I feel like, I mean, to some extent, depending on the relationship between me and a person, like if it's a close, close friend, and you know, because honestly, I've come to the thing now where like, you really don't know what people are going through. Sometimes yeah. like, especially if it's like you're used to your friend doing a certain thing and then all of a sudden it's like their, their, is, their yeah. energy is different or something is off, like they could be going through something or whatever. But like, to me, there's really like, it's a fine line to how many times I'm gonna be like bringing something up to somebody because I just feel like we're all grown. So our next question is, in 2014, the infamous elevator altercation between Jay-Z and Solange had the internet in a frenzy. Allegedly, the fight happened because Jay-Z cheated on Beyonce with said Becky, should there be, the question is, should there be a balance between what you share with your family and your friends about your relationship? Let's start yeah. with Ms. Yes, I absolutely hate when I feel like I'm in a relationship with my man and he tells his friends everything. I hate that. Like, I feel like you can tell your friends something. Like, it's always nice to, you know, have a conversation about, you know, what you have going on with your friend. But I feel like it's just some things that don't need to be said right. to other people about so, no, I think there, I think it's, it's a fine line, but yeah. I think, no, I think something should be sacred to you and your partner. Yes. You think him cheating? She should not tell Solange? <laughs> she, no, that's her sister, so it's different. Like, mm -hmm. I found out my name was cheating. Sometimes it's certain things like this that you cannot keep yeah. to yourself. It's not going to be hard to, like, not talk about it and just, like, keep it, like, internal. Mm -hmm. So, being that and you she should have to. That's she should have to. Normal. But I think building on that about telling a sister or someone like that, like you want to vent, obviously. But do you feel like, as far as, like the, the idea of like, okay, your man did this, your girl did this, and then you get back with them. That's where I think the yeah. issue lies in for me as well. Because let's say your best friend telling you that her man just dogging her and all this stuff, right. but then now they cool five days later and she wants you to act normal. Like no, like I don't, I don't, like right. no, I don't like him. I don't like him. So it's like I don't. She is cool with him again. Probably not. I think it depends on what's going on. I mean, if he's being shady and cheating on you, you're really and you get back. Your relationship's gonna be trash. It doesn't matter what you tell people. Your relationship's not gonna be good. 
But if you're in an okay one, you're in a healthy one, and you want to speak outside your relationship, what's going on, it's about respect. Like, you know, if I go to my friends as a sounding board just about the relationship, and I want to make sure, you know, am I being crazy? Like, is this yeah. is this wrong? It's about never going and talk, like, I'm not going to talk shit about it. I'll talk to you about the situation, but I'm never going to go talk shit, because that's disrespectful. Right. Or do you preface it with, like, Grab it on my man, but I ain't leaving them, so girl, pick another option. No, I don't think you have to do that. I think it's important to get a difference of opinion mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. That's probably why she told her sister. Yeah. And then I don't think it's her sister's place to be upset about how she moves yeah. Yeah. with the relationship. Right. It depends, though, I think. I think as the friend, yeah. right, as the person that's being told all the shit things about their partner, I would have the right to decide... Like, I feel like if I if I have a friend who's constantly telling me shit things about their partner, but they continue to get back with them, one, like, I know I can't make the decision for them. So they can hear me speak my mind, and I'll leave it there. And then if they come back and tell me anything else, I have nothing to say. Because, mm-hmm. I, because, at, that, right, because at that point, like, you're going to make your own decisions. You're coming to me to vent. Like, there's different reasons for people to come to you and tell you things. Yeah. You want so advice? Just, or you right, just you want to get it out. You want advice or you just want to get it out? Yeah. If you want to get it out, cool. I'm not going to say shit yeah. because I have a lot of emotions and feelings. Yeah. But I'm not going to tell you because you're not, it's not going to do anything for you and it's going to waste my time and breath. Right. Versus if you're just coming to me to vent. Um, you know, like, or if you're coming to me for advice, like, understand that if my advice goes unheard or on deaf ears, like, I have nothing that I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And as a friend, it's like it's taking something out of you to continue, not continually, but to continually yeah. offer yeah. that it advice. Is. It is. It's taking something out of you to continue caring about that shit. Yeah. Especially, like, I've had friends who have been in abusive relationships who have continued to tell me about their situations. And, like, as much as I want to say things and do things about that, it's a decision that they have to make for themselves. Yeah. So at a certain point, it's like, okay, either I set a boundary where I can't hear about this from my friend, that's that's an option, or I hear about this from my friend, but I have nothing to say because nothing nothing's going to come from that, or I distance myself from my friend. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you said, I think you can set the boundary. Say, you know, listen, I care about you and your relationship. It makes me uncomfortable to hear this. It doesn't feel like you're heeding my advice. So mm-hmm. I think going forward, maybe we don't talk about that anymore. Yeah, it's just, I agree. Yeah. With the boundary, you have to set boundaries. So sometimes it really could get draining, and like you know, it's, and you can't expect if you tell somebody so, so many negative things all the time about a person that you're dating, you can't expect me to pretend to act fake and be like, oh hey bro or whatever. Like no, like if you can't expect for somebody to do that. Now again, it is your decision on what you do, but that is draining. To constantly hear about somebody you care about being hurt. But if they they tell you only negative things and keep getting back with them, you know they're not telling you the full truth, though. That's my biggest thing. Because if it's so negative, why are you getting back? And it's not that to say they're not as negative, but you're not telling your side or like what what you're doing to the situation. And what really happened, the full story. Yeah, I think it's tough. It really just depends on, you know, I don't know. It's definitely tough. But I would say just overall, I think in those situations, you just really have to, like, if you know you're going to take this person back, not saying you can't vent to your friends and stuff, but you gotta be I don't think you need to tell everybody every little thing, even your friends, like, you know, because it's just like, you go through this relationship, go through your stuff with your person, especially if you know you're not really going to leave them. It's just like, girl. It's respect. Just, just respect. respect. Yeah, like, just, yeah, people that care about you care about you. Yeah. Yes. And it takes you time to figure that out. It does. It does. Mm-hmm.
Because I never tell people to leave their person. Like, honestly, oh, no. I don't. Like, unless it's like That's they're true. using them or something like that. But I just still just don't like to do that because it's like, I... I feel like the advice has to be, you know your limit, leave when you can't take it anymore. Because you That's know that, right? right? You, you should, should be leave. That. Right. Yeah. And think about it. Like, when you're dealing with somebody or anything in life, when we're not ready, we're not ready. We're it don't ready. matter what your mom yeah. say, your dad say, your best friend, your cousin, no, nobody. When you're really, really not done, you're not done until you're done. Exactly. Exactly. Like. Right. I hear you, but I hear you. I hear you, I hear you, but. Seriously, you're not. You're already not ready. Sorry. What did you say? Big guy. I just can't. I, I don't know, and I, and I guess there's different things that may contribute to like those situations in which like ugh, it's constant bullshit, you know. Yeah. But I just could never like, and I'm, and I, I'm I guess I'm saying it as a single person, but like what the uh, uh yeah. ain't, ain't no way like I'm about to be in a no situation in which like I'm in constant like grief or yeah. like a consistent grief, not be every day, but like what once a month I'm feeling like shit. Yeah. Fuck that shit. I was this interview. They don't gotta be like that at all. Yeah. This interview that Tracy Evans Ross did recently with Kevin Hart, and she was saying like, I have no like interest in just being in a relationship just to be in one. Like, if you're not making my life somewhat better, and I'm not making yours somewhat better, then like, I pretty much love my life. Like, when you're content with yourself, yeah, it's like what other people bring is just an extra add-on. But when you're content, that's why I think it's so important to have those moments where you can be alone because sometimes it, some people, like, they just can't. Yeah. For many different reasons. Like, it's like, after the next, after the next relationship, relationship, relationship. And you have to be okay with being by yourself. Because especially mentally, if you're not there all the way, it's like... You're looking for happiness in that person. You're yeah, and if, you, like, if you're sad and depressed, you can't... That's not your partner's responsibility right. if you're depressed. Yeah. Like, you need to work on why you're depressed because that you can't suspect someone else to just make you happy when you're miserable yourself. Like, you have to make yourself happy internally before you can expect the next person to do that. I just think it's not fair. Yeah. So, how will they know how to make you happy? Yeah, because it's not, it's not fair to them. Like, you need to be happy within yourself, like, before you just continue to think someone else can do it for you. Yeah. Well, it is so easy to be in a relationship to me. You get comfortable in you. Yeah, it's like whatever. To the point of like telling telling people about things that are going on in your relationship. I saw a tweet a little while ago that really convicted a bitch. Um, <laughs> it was like, um, it said something about like the girl who was in the relationship didn't tell the people around her what was going on in the relationship. And then when she ended it, everybody was questioning her. Like, not that you should share with all of your friends what's going on in your relationship, not not even that you should share everything that's going on in your relationship, but like, I think that you should have at least one maybe confidant that you're telling things to that can one, like, kind of get you making sure that your mind is in the right place. Like, because you can, you can very heavily overthink yourself in a relationship for the sake of the relationship versus like for the sake of yourself. And so I think that um, having someone that is like, there to kind of talk you down like, or talk to you like yeah what you're saying does make sense like don't let this person gaslight you or don't like you know I feel like having that person 
can sometimes be important mm-hmm. in context. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Like, you have to make sure you give your side, too. Yes. Like, if that's I know. Have to be honest. Like, maybe I did this, but, like, I'm like, right. am I driven because this happened? Exactly. You, know? you have to be honest. Yeah, because I'm definitely, like, a person that's, like, when I feel like, nope, uh-uh, you're done, bye, 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 bye. So, definitely having that person be like, all right now, girl. Right. Think about it before you just make decisions. Like, yes. cause the link because you're just, like, like maybe you're being irrational, girl. Exactly. And versus yeah. like you're totally rational. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like there's you meet people like that sometimes. I think. True. I have that internal conflict all the time. Yeah. Literally, I'm in my head all the time. Yeah. And so having those people to be like, wait a minute, no, you made sense here, or no, you were kind of irrational there, is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very important. It's important to be honest. It's important to have those people in your life. Yeah. yeah. And if you always speak respectfully about your partner to them, they're going to speak respectfully in return. About your I found. Like they're going to speak in the same terms you do and try and understand them the same way that you are trying to. But yeah, to no, I just, I just think like, you know, overall, like if you see someone you care about not being themselves anymore, like to me, that's like the biggest sign to call out of like, you know, what's going on? You know, why are you not? Because I never want to be like, That's the hardest time to do it too. Yeah. But they are so changed and so into like. Damn, this person got you on mute. Like, right. you're not saying nothing. Now, it's nothing wrong with compromise and, like, okay, maybe I'm a little too aggressive in certain parts, but it's like, mm-hmm. they're not being their self. Yeah. And when, when you date someone, like, you're going to pick up certain aspects of, like, their personality. Yeah. You might, like, just to become that, like, unit of a couple. But if you become, like, uh, yeah. The only time I want to be, like, really weak in the knees is, like, if. They're so, like, they treat me so, like, soft and, like... I don't want to ever be weak in the knees. I don't want to be weak in the knees. No, that, well, that's a term, but, but I don't think it's bad. I'm saying, listen, okay, um, if you're, okay, listen, if you're with, if you're dating somebody that is, like... a little sideways. <laughs> if you're, I mean, like, for me, like, it's hard for me to be that way, like, to be completely soft with someone because you feel like you have to have, like, this exterior of, like, you know, I don't know, like, it's hard, right? Mm-hmm. But the end goal for me would be to be with a person that makes me feel like I want to be soft. Yeah. Like they support me so much. Like they, they nurture me. Like they treat me like yeah. you know. Like I feel comfortable enough to let them like lead me. And like I've never had that. So like that's what I. That's an end goal I would want. And it's scary to think about. Like oh no. I think it's so interesting. But I would want that. Like eventually, I. W- I mean that to me for me. I feel like people think that happens automatically in a relationship, oh, and it doesn't. doesn't. Like, A, it takes time, and you have yeah. to build that trust and comfort to feel comfortable. But then not even just that. Me and my man have been together for four years, and it took probably two years in, and then I was like, I still, like, I love you so much, I can't even, like, we're living together, but I still feel like I have these walls because I just don't know what to do. And it took me going to therapy and doing the work on myself <laughs> to be like, there's nothing wrong with being my truest self with you and completely yeah. vulnerable and honest if I feel like it's being reciprocated and you know it's mm-hmm. met in this in this realm that I set the criteria for whatever. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being that and you're with a partner. But if you just expect to be that way automatically, you're not doing the work for yourself. They're not putting in the work, it's never gonna be that. Yeah, it definitely takes time, especially if you've been a certain way for so long. You've seen your your mom, your aunt, your mm-hmm. grandmother, like you've seen all these strong black women and not you personally, but really just strong black women. It's like you feel like you can't let the guard down. But even with men, I think we have to create that space for them as well, for them to feel like they can be vulnerable with us because a lot of times guys will have up that wall, like they don't cry or like whatever. Like, you know, like giving them that space to feel like you can be vulnerable and you can be safe with me. Like you can tell me if you're struggling with something or whatever it is, like we create that for each other so that like that's ultimately what I would want. And it's scary to think about because I'm not used to being that way. Right. 
But for me, where I can see myself being the most happiest is where I can completely let my walls mm -hmm. all the way down and like really be vulnerable <laughs> with somebody and be like, like not care. Like I love you out loud 100%. Like it's not a guard, it's not me holding back because I don't like, no, I'm just really, 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 really. Yeah. I think part of that also comes with knowing that like the relationship's not going anywhere. You're not like worried that's about to end. Because yeah. like once that fear leaves, I think you feel more open to do that. Yeah. Yeah. That and being like, Friends, like yeah, to like yeah. 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 I don't know how people are only in a relationship. Like I cannot be in a relationship yeah. with some with okay, a man or yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. Yeah. Not just, I like, just like, like I like you as a person. Yeah, like literally just like you. Yeah, like enjoy being around you. Exactly. Like it's deeper than just a relationship. Like you have to be friends. What's a cupcake stage like and what you you don't you do not like them yeah, yeah. and that's scary because it's like yo i really don't like you like if we wasn't together like i would not like yeah i wouldn't yeah. exactly like we're not gonna be friends so, okay. like, so now we're gonna do this is this or that and it's gonna be kind of like rapid fire and you guys can have those go around a circle and just say what do you choose okay or you could just actually let's just say it out loud so, Moesha or the Parkers? Moesha. Moesha. What? I like both. I don't think I can choose actually. Moesha. Moesha. But I do like Moesha. Moesha came first. Moesha came first. But I feel like you But Moesha came first, though. The Parkers is a spinoff of Moesha. It's kind of like not the same. Yeah. I enjoyed Moesha, like the story and the environment. I think it's more relatable. Yeah. Parkers was hilarious. Hi. Loki the Parkers. Yeah. Okay. That's so raven or sister sister. Oh, sister sister. That's so raven. That's a raven. I'm also sister though. I do. That's because of the triplets. How did you let that out? Let that go. What? I'm an identical triplet. Whoa. Whoa. Did you know that? No. We're identical. The egg split three times. Let me see. Right. Show So we went back to each other's classrooms and one of my friends had come into the room and she was like, Elizabeth, what are you doing in here? And she was like, I'm not, or no, she was, yeah, she was like, she was like I'm not Elizabeth, I'm Sarah. And our teacher was like, wait a minute. So our teacher came into the room I was in and she goes, Sarah. And I looked up and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sex in the City or Girlfriends? Girlfriends. Girlfriends. I don't know. I love. I didn't watch Sex in the City. Did you watch Rugu? I watched some. HBO. I loved it. You did? Yeah. I loved it. You didn't like it? It was cool, but it's just weird to see them both. I just, I'm like, Sex in the City. Oh. I loved it. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was weird. I tried to find him. You put on some weight. No, Samantha wasn't on that one. Oh, that was the movie. That was the movie. Yeah. She wasn't on that one. Okay, Renaissance or Lemonade? Renaissance. Renaissance. That's... I like Renaissance. I don't have the visuals yet, so it might be Lemonade. I like Renaissance. Because... I didn't really listen to Renaissance like that. I don't know if I... Security! <laughs> you might like go. Look at this, though. Take handcuffs.
The production is all for it. Throughout the whole episode, it's done. Come I listened to it from beginning to end. Okay. I have, like, while I'm cleaning my house and like, whatever. But you just felt like you didn't take it in. I didn't take it in yeah. for real. Like, I feel like maybe a few months down the road, I'll be like, you know what, this that house. Oh, I take it in. I love Beyonce though. I'm a, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. She said, don't get twisted. I'm still a fan. But I don't know. I would say Renaissance for me just because Renaissance is definitely definitely the older sister. No. Renaissance is the younger sister or the baby yeah. I'd say, of Lemonade. I think so. If you look back at the... Ooh, I'm standing right now. If you look back at the work, it tells a story. Mm-hmm. Lemonade, Beyonce, self-titled, was definitely was like a... It was the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was the call out. It was the yeah. girl. Something is going on. I really don't know. Baby, and jealous. She's talking about penthouse half naked. Mm-hmm. I think it's meal for you naked. Where the hell you at? Right. Lemonade was yeah. very much like she started. I'm all oh, pray for. I, I pray you catch me, girl. I know something's happening. I don't know what it is yet, but I know it's happening. The entire story. Mm-hmm. Lemonade was the redemption. It was I found out. It was the redemption. Reconciliation. Mm-hmm. Now it. Renaissance is. I'm feeling like. Yes. Right. And I am ready. I'm 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 full yeah, I'm gonna say Renaissance. Renaissance is like the fun girl out. Exactly, yeah. Fun girls one or two. Both one. I'm saying one. Which one do they go to Spain? Two. Just for that. Just for Whitney, I have to say two. I think I'm two. Sorry. I think I like two. Two. Somebody turn on the first time. That's that's what I say. Whitney made an exec producer. Now that's what you're talking about. It made the difference. Yeah. It made the difference. Oh my god, yeah. You can hear her throughout all the It made the difference. Yeah, but that scene with the dog at the end and the outfits and the You can't get over it. Very cute. You can't get over it. It was a comic. Which one was the first? That's the first. Two was that right. the party. Not two because I bet they're all from one. Y'all remember they played that at uh, Strut has just begun. What? Strut is my song too. Yes. Okay. All the questions. All the breakdowns. The real question. Oh yes. High School Musical or Camp Rock? High School Musical. I really don't care for Camp Rock that much. Camp Rock. Here's the real, 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 real real question. What you gonna say? I'm scared. High School Musical one, two, or three? I think three. That was the one where they was in the nice like they was. No, no, that's two. Oh, that was okay. Oh, yeah, that was number three. Three is the same. They're trying to decide to go right. straight with me. I really wasn't working. I really wasn't working with number two. Right, they started off. I really wasn't working with number two. New Year's. It was rocking number two. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, New Year's is number one. Number one, right? New Year's party. Yeah, that's the number three. Number three is senior year. Oh, maybe three for me. I'm gonna say three because I saw that three times in the movie theaters. Oh, I was a high school musical. I know we have one for high school musical too when you were there. I think you must have me mistaken. And I feel disrespected. I'm correct. You know what? Probably. Okay, 90s or 2000s fashion? Fashion. 90s. Fashion? 90s. I 
fashion. They did. Between 2000, like, I feel like things started changing like 2008. We was lost for eight years. Good job. Put it off with that. Ashley, too, though. of what they're doing now, what they're calling the 2000s fashion. Is it like it was? Wait, hold on. Well, let's that's how it was. So it is the Disney Channel fashion, but then there's also the Paris Hilton fashion. Yes. Now I that's different. Okay. Okay. You're talking about But that's still. Sure. But that's still. My fashion in between 2000 and 2000. <laughs> <laughs> Girl. Yeah. Paris Hilton and Kardashian in the 2000s. Yeah. Like Kim K and Nicole Richie. Kamora Lisa and Kamora. The 90s still has it The 90s in a general sense. The 90s, you don't have to look at class to see fashion. Yeah, I think. And you can be sexy with oversized. Yeah, oversized clothes. Okay, I know we don't. Everybody doesn't watch Housewives, but if you do, Chateau Charay versus More Manor. Neither. Nene Lee. Not neither. Nene's house. I would not want to do neither. Nene Lee. Chateau Charay. No, it's, it's finished now. And I mean, it's a beautiful home, but it's just, I don't know. And then something about Kenya's driveway just pisses me off. Kenya House is not the same. I'm sorry, yeah. That's the name of their house. They were building for it. So, okay. Chateau something. I thought I would like more, but if it was like. Remember when her dad came and he was just like, What is this? What is this? <laughs> he was like, I don't know about this. Yeah, he was just like, No. It's just, it's just, her house is it's like, like in the woods. Like, in the woods. And the like, woods. Like, like, yeah, 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 okay. This is going to be a tricky one now. Well, not tricky this time, but Nicki Minaj or Little Kim? Nicki Minaj. No. I, I mean, this is not fair. Lately, there are two different eras. I get it. Let me see. I guess it's my turn. Maybe it's time to put this on the side. Lately, Nicki Minaj is making real friends. He is bad. Oh, now we talked about that. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. She's down real Now, I know we do these questions, but I think it's kind of unfair to compare because Little Kim is like. Uh, almost two decades before Nicki Minaj right. and yeah. Kim definitely paved the way. She paved the way, so I think it's not really fair to come to. Do. Let's but change the time. But people put them against each other. Because Lil Kim paved the way, but Nicki Minaj has paved also paved the way now the way for everyone, for other girls. So they're both what I'm saying to put them to each other. I don't think that is not fair. Lil Kim paved the way for female you know, rap artists. Female rap. That talk about. And then I, I talked about yeah. things like that, and I think Nicki made she, a persona. No, like they, it allowed Nicki to have a platform to yeah. rap and like make music, but then I feel like she got off of that road and she's made her own road and yeah. she became her own person and Absolutely. she like yeah. branched off from that. Like I know? feel like Lil Kim influenced Nicki into the rap, but I feel like when I say like Nicki's persona, like her way she sells female rap, the way, the things she talks yeah. about, like I feel like it's so prevalent in all female rappers now that Nicki had an impact. Well, Kim yeah. had an impact, but Nicki had a big impact, and I think the way a lot of female rappers present themselves. I get where you're going, though, but they do the same thing with Beyonce, and I hate, I'm sorry, I'm a Beyonce fan. They do the same thing with Beyonce when they talk about Beyonce or Michael Jackson. Ooh. You 
can't eat this. I, 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 I wouldn't go there. I'm just saying Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, they compare them as being a performer, like in all of yeah, them. In all aspects. But I think yeah. if we, if we, if we have Beyonce saying right here, she will say Michael Jackson. Exactly. Michael Jackson is the oh, king. But will Little Camp believe what Nicki Minaj say Little Camp? No. 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 Because they had their little beef around. But then they're also Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj changed her sound. She became her own person. She went through her weird phase. She came back. <laughs> She's back. She did go through her own person. Right, but I think that I think Little Kim, before Little Kim, there wasn't really a rapper that was talking about. First of all, wasn't as as when she first came out, she was super hard, like yeah. hardcore. Like okay. other rappers were, they were talking more serious and like more lyrical, like a Queen Latifah or a um, MC Light or something like that. Like but right, but. Um, little Kim, there wasn't any woman that was like owning her sexuality. What was all they were talking about? Ooh. When did they come out? Because they definitely was talking they about. They were like, more I have the record. I'll take your man. A lot of their songs talked about a lot of the same stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it's not in the same. Maybe it wasn't it's that the same It's not the same. It doesn't have the same influence as that. And then even yeah, down to the maybe it wasn't as raw, even, but they were still talking about the same stuff. Yeah, but even down to but she <laughs> little Kim was talking about that too. But they little they, right little Kim. You know, they, like, but even when people when you saying it. Even when people talk about R&B, like, well, R&B, but R&B talk about some nasty ass shit. Even our music, like, y'all music is nasty, I mean, but no. Like, y'all if you listen to that shit stuff. from back in the day, they just said, they were just singing it, so it sounded a little yeah, better. But y'all still were saying some crazy stuff. Little Kim was the first one to take it, like, mainstream, like, I'm a rapper. I mean, she had the likes of um, Donatella Versace, like, all these huge people, like, in the fashion world, like, there was no woman out here with walking on VMAs with her boobs out with like there was nobody else there to do that at that time. Yeah. But that's all I was thinking. Maybe it's more fair to say like Foxy or Ken. I don't know. Yeah, that's fine. Because they're in the same era. Sometimes it's hard, but I think it's just better to compare eras. Yeah. Yeah, eras. I think so. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, next. SNL or Black Lady Sketch Show. Mm. I don't watch either. Okay. I've only watched Black Lady Sketch Show. Is it good? Yeah. I haven't watched it. Brunson. Oh, Quinta? Yeah. Uh, it's really good. But she doesn't have to watch them anymore. I do like SNL, though. I've yeah. recently watched the full SNL episode from the beginning to end, and I was not mad at it. It depends on the episode. I feel like some people are not funny. Yeah, it depends on the episode. When they're not funny, it's really not funny. I'm not funny. Like, I enjoy it for lunch. Like, if they get the right one, I watch the right one. Yeah, it, I would say yeah. It, it definitely depends on what celebrity is hosting. Yes. Okay. Um, Paris Hilton or Kim Kardashian? Paris Hilton. There would no be. There will be oh, yeah. no Kim no K. K without Paris. There will be no Kim K without Paris. And Paris did it without social media. Yeah, Paris yeah. has more of well, a brand Paris than Kim had to share. Like I feel like Kim had to do not. She did it without social media the way that we have it now. Yeah. True. So did she. So did Kim. But Kim, Kim did it on TV. But so did Kim. But also, little right. Um, Paris Hilton was famous for being famous. All right. So now we are gonna get into raise a glass. Every week we do this and we shed some light. Um, give some flowers to someone that we feel like deserves a drink that you know that we admire. Someone maybe that helped us. And we will start with you. Hey, um, I think 
today I'm going to raise a glass to Pastor Darius Daniels of Change Church as well as Ben. Um, Pastor Daniels had a really good message today about purpose called Pick Up the Phone. Please go watch it if you haven't yet. Um, and it was just really, really good to me um, as well as the conversation that I had with Ben because right now I'm kind of going through period of transition and finding my purpose um, and those two things really helped me today and I kind of understand my next step a little better. I think that I want to cheers or shout out um, Actually, one of my triplet sisters that we mentioned earlier, uh, she moved to Chicago in June. She's going back to grad school after taking some time off, and we're starting a whole new um, field working, and she's just doing the damn thing out there. And she's trying to do grad school different from her undergrad. She's like, I really want to work hard and have it be a different experience, and she's putting in the work to make sure it is. I'm very proud of her. And cheers, cheers to you, cheers. So, mine's a little broad, but I want to raise a glass to every 20-something that's like out here trying to do revolutionary shit. Like, it was probably a, like a hard place, or like it's hard to like be a 20-something. So, really just Shout out to kudos to everyone who's out here really trying to do something with themselves yeah. and do it on their own or with a team or whatever. Yeah. We're doing this shit. Miss Yan. I think I want to raise a glass to all of you all. Yeah. Like this episode was like very eye opening. I think we had a good conversation, good laughs. I really enjoyed it. And I'm so thankful for the opportunity. Yeah. Yes. I want to raise my glass to everybody. Thanks. Thank you for having us. I'm sorry, you Um, so I want to raise a glass to myself and Benji. Because I'm still in my bag. Give yourself your flowers. I want to raise a glass to us because I came to Benji with this crazy idea a couple months ago and I had a lot going on, a lot happening, but I knew he would be the perfect person because we just connect, we here, we just here and like, we see each other. We see each other. <laughs> And thank you guys for coming on, but I just want to raise the glass to both of us because we work hard every freaking day and we still make time to do this and we want to create more conversations and just have more of these conversations with us, like, you know, so thank you. Thank you. Cheers. 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 I definitely don't want to, like, <laughs> I definitely don't want to, I mean, you took mine. I was going to say the same thing. Um, this has been, like, a crazy journey for me um when she came to me and said this i was also going through just like a super weird battle of trying to figure out 
what was next. Um, I finished grad school last year. That was a great time, great celebration. Um, but I feel like once you finish a, something that's such a big of a goal, at least for me, I'm always like, okay, well, what's next? What am I gonna put my energy into next? Um, and so when this opportunity came and we chat about it, and like she said, we literally hit it off from the beginning. Um, I found, I don't wanna say I found my purpose through this, but I definitely, it definitely helped find what I want to do for the rest of my life. Yeah. And so I would love to say thank you, Brigitte, for this. Thank you all for coming out and being a part of this. Thank y'all. I'm raising my glass to the viewers, the listeners. Yay. Thank y'all so much for rocking with us. And we have so much in store for season two. Um, so stay tuned. And stay locked. Yeah, yes, stay, stay locked, locked in. Thank you guys so much. And yes. we do this every episode at the end. Yes. We raise a glass and we say cocktails and culture. So, so on the count of three, one, two, three. Cocktails and culture! Woo! Yeah. Get it from my man, Bob, man, what's now?